Hello and welcome to Mirror Talk. We have moments where we just have to pause. Just pause and take a break and reflect on life. Remember, you are strong, you are enough, you are capable, you are blessed and you are loved. Your moment of greatness starts now. Our guest has a black belt in transformation and a MA in organizational change management. She's a feminine feminist, a creative activist, and a champion of self-love. How are you doing? Oh, Toby, I'm doing amazing. Thanks for having me. How has the journey of life been for you? How has it been? It's been up and down. I've been riding the wave. It's been dark and light. It's been, there's been a lot of struggle, but there's been a lot of celebration and joy. So I think it's probably everything that you would want life to be and really everything that life is. Mm. regardless of whether you want it to be that way or not. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Talk, and talking about, talking about struggles, right? Um, I, read, I read your story titled, The Wedding Dress That Promised Forever Taught Me Money Isn't Everything. I read this article on revishly.com and um, I, was so, I was so taken away from it. I was so blown away with, by the way you wrote the article. It was very amazing how you structured it and very, you know, um, educa- um, educative also, I would say. So um, can you talk to me about your, your, your divorce and the healing that you went through afterwards? Yeah, um, for me, you know, I got married at 35 um, and it, I thought it was time. I, you know, I thought I was late. I, growing up in Texas, it was like I should have been married by then. And, um, you know, for me, I was, I guess, impressed by my ex-husband, now ex-husband, but I wasn't in love with him. Mm. Um, We didn't, we fell in love, but we didn't really have that harmony that you need to like do life together. Um, And he was really my emotional equal, someone that allowed me to see like all of the things that I really needed to change. Mm. Um, In my sort of holy grail, if you will, was being perfect and being beautiful and being skinny. And so I married a man whose holy grail was being rich and successful and having a lot of status. And there's nothing wrong with any of those things, except those things don't make you happy on the inside. They're not fulfilling. Um, So I was more worried about the outside not worried about the insides at all. And in fact, my insides were rotting from just like paying so much attention to the outside. So um, I think my marriage was more about marrying someone who I thought could provide me everything that I thought I couldn't provide for myself. But the thing is, is I can provide everything that I want myself, both the love that I want and like any sort of material things that I want. And how, how was it healing afterwards, after the old divorce? How was it like going through, you know, selling your wedding dress, for example, and, you know, um, starting your life all over again? I, I was not starting all over again, but, you know, picking up the, you know, the, the leftovers or the picking up yourself up and, you know, trying to, you know, start a life of your own on your own. How was that like? Oh, it was so exhilarating. It was like freeing. It was like 
I felt like I had been in jail for like 38 years. And it was like, because for me, my divorce was like, it's not about I'm leaving him. It's about I'm leaving the person that married him forever. Like I had to let go of my old self, the person who was clinging to the outside. So once I made that decision that I wanted to reinvent myself from the inside out and I took ownership and really like didn't blame him at all. I just took ownership on the decision that I made. It was like a completely, it was a new lease on life. Mm -hmm. It was like, I got to like be born again is what it was like. Yes. Wow. Great. That's good. And um, you said being born again. I read this on your, on your page. It says, um, my intention is to illuminate the darkness so that others may live in the light in everything I do. I found this on, I found this on, on, on your page and I've, it was so um, inspirational to me. <laughs> like, the, you know, your intention is to help others to find light. So um, can you tell me about, you, can you tell me about your, your work and um, the consulting you do, the speaking you do? I, I heard a lot of your, some of your speeches and I read some of your work and I was like, wow, this is amazing. So can you talk to me about your writings and everything that you do? So, I mean, back, going back to my why or my, is just like, you know, I, I do know struggle. I do know darkness, but I want to really shine the light on the things that are good on, you know, and for my clients, it's around like finding insights, finding new information maybe shining light on information that old information that makes it look like new. Um, you know, in my writing, it's really saying the things that other people won't say. Um, it's that other people are afraid to say that other people are ashamed to say. Um, but I just feel like my struggle has been my gift in a way to bear witness to for other people. Um, so they know that when if they've gone through struggle or they've gone through darkness, I can shine the light and they can see, oh, I'm not alone. Yes. Um, yeah, and I think that that's for me what shining the light on on it on everything is. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's yeah, and good. I think that I'm like a like a creative catalyst. Like, I don't go and I'm not good at doing like the same thing over and over again. I'm, I'm not a good maintenance girl, but if you want change, bring me in. If you want to be dis- some disruption, if you want a little chaos, mm. then you should bring me in because I'm, I, I tend to like kick stuff into motion. Talking about <laughs> kicking stuff into motion, you have this um, self-love movement. Your Instagram page is filled with it. Your, your, the, your Instagram videos that you make also is always filled with, you know, loving yourself, embracing yourself. What made you start this movement? What inspired you? For me, it was just my own experience in realizing that it's like not enough to accept yourself, not enough to like yourself. I mean, and it's really realizing that the way that I treat myself, the relationship I have with me Mm. sets the tone for everything else in my life. So the more loving I am to myself, and if you're listening, listen to this. The more love you give yourself, Mm. the more the world has to raise up to meet that. So the abad will fall away because if you're vibrating love and radiance and 
you're just glowing with someone who thinks that they're worth it, who values themselves, who respects themselves, you're not I you're not going to tolerate things, people, places that don't. It just it's a energetic mismatch. It can't happen. It's like fear and love. Either love is present or fear is present. But fear cannot be present when love is there. Love smashes it. Mm-hmm. And it's just, that's kind of, you know, with, with self-love, it's like, it's hard. Believe me. It's easier to put others first. But when you put others first, you're really telling the world and the universe and yourself that you're not important. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then... You go around and you meet other people who think that they're not important and treat you like you're not important. And it's just, it's a domino effect. Whatever love exists, fear cannot exist. They cannot uh, coexist in the same place. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fear and love can't coexist. So it's like, even if you're, for instance, like if you and I got, or you meet someone who's scared. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I guess with the recent elections, like there's a lot of people who are afraid. So the best thing to do is just to like breathe in and breathe out lots of love in their direction. Treat them as kind and as nice as you would want to be treated when when you get, get scared. Um, and I think that that's the best way to approach those things. Love, there is no limit on love. It's limitless. And sometimes, so love begets love. The more love you give, the more love you get. The more love you give, the more love you have to give. It's like, you know, I'm consistently surrounding myself by all these people. I'm like, are they really that loving and really that nice and really that generous and kind? And they are. Because they just, when you're like constantly flowing and spinning around and swimming in love it's like that's all you breathe in that's all you breathe out what was the best way to love yourself in the um best and most healthy way possible because you know sometimes there should be like um i don't know how to explain this there should be like um a boundary to it like it won't love yourself too much to listen that you don't care about other people it's, it's an extreme i guess so is there like um is there like a best and most healthy way to love yourself and that will not hurt your relationship with other people? Yeah, I think you would have to probably I mean part of self love is really getting in touch with like your intuition and what your like your soul is talking to, to you about. So I think that that probably it would be based on how each individual was feeling. Like yesterday I wouldn't call it self-love, although it was self-love. Like, I just barely left the house. Mm. I went to the beach for a second. I ate a lot of pretzels and a lot of chocolate. Mm. And I got a massage. (laughs) And I drank a lot of water. And I wasn't around anyone else. And I certainly wasn't, like, giving back to other people and if you were to look at that one day in isolation you would think wow she's really selfish or but I'm really not like I had to like refuel my tank yeah you know and I took a and I took a bath and you know I just I I just didn't do a lot but 
I had to not do a lot. I my my I was called to not do a lot. You mm. know. You understand? Yes. Yes. Seeming that way, it's not um, a selfish thing, but it's like a needed um, retreat, for example, like a time to um, regain your energy or re-energize yourself. I think that what's really important is that, um, you know, the self-love journey or, you know, it's all about getting to know yourself and really like becoming your own best friend or your own champion. Mm -hmm. So... I mean, from where I came from was a lot of self-loathing. So where I was like consistently not being my own best friend, right? And like talking down to myself. So I think, yeah, um, you just have to kind of listen to yourself and um, make decisions based on how you feel. Um, But I mean, I'm sure there's lots of people who think that self-love is, that whole term is, selfish and that's okay mm-hmm. but i'm still gonna love myself yeah <laughs> <laughs> in, in practice in practice doing that yes there's this thing that um, if you don't love yourself who will <laughs> yeah yeah yes so um going back to a little bit of your craft i know you you're, you're a very creative person with the work you do um how, how important or why is um creativity very important for self-care for example and um, how do you stay creative in times of crisis? For example, during this COVID period or during, you know, lockdown. Um, how do you, yes, how do you stay creative? And how is, why is this creativity then, how is, why is this creativity important for self-care? So I would say I'll answer the first question. Like for me, to my craft, which is writing, mm. or to be fully creatively expressed is probably my like intention in life one of my intentions in life and to be surrounded by love. Um, and so it's like the greatest act of self-love um, for me personally. Yeah. And that's because I value, that's like one of my highest values. And that's actually my purpose and why I was put on this earth. Um, and so, and it's actually one of the harder things for me to do. Um, and where I am right now in that process because COVID has kicked my butt in terms of just feeling stuck and, you know, a big part of my process is in the movement and novelty and new experiences and, I mean, literally, like, momentum from walking or biking or going to a new place or even going to a new grocery store, for that matter. Mm. or running into people and talking to them, strangers. And so since that hasn't been available to me, I've been feeling really stuck. And what I've been doing is expected myself to create in a way that um, forgets about the process of creativity. So like the article that you saw took me a year to craft. Um, many, like 50 revisions. I worked on it. It came out, you know, 10 different ways. So the creative process is not about putting down some, something down that's going to get published or, um, featured or hung up on a wall. It's about, for me, really the creative process is so messy. And right now where I am in my point in my journey is I'm like, 
praying every day in my prayers and my sleep, dear God, help me get comfortable with the creative process, the messiness of it. And so when I sit down to write, it's not sitting down to write and thinking, oh, I have to get this published for the New York Times or the Washington Post. It's sitting down to write because I have something to say and to express. Mm. Or it's having fun on Instagram because it fuck, it fills me up, mm. you know, and because it opens up my portals for more. Yeah. So, and that's about serving. That is self-love right there. Mm. It's all about self-love. Yeah. That, and I'm, I don't want to say I'm struggling with that because I don't want that to be true anymore. Mm. I'm actually so happy and grateful. This is a tool that you, I am so happy and grateful that I am embracing the messiness of the creative process. Mm -hmm. I am so happy and grateful that I run to my creativity as a tool to be fully expressed Mm. and it's imperfect and it's messy and I'm so happy and grateful that I am comfortable there. Yeah, that's that's good. Positive affirma- affirmation. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be. I have to be really intentional for me because a lot of things get my interest, mm-hmm. and it needs to be really intentional. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's I, I love that. I've I've learned that already from you. Like, you have to be intentional. <laughs> yes, be know what you want and just say it and be positive about it. As if it's done, as if it's already done, yeah. Great. So, um, talking about your um, talking about your creativity, you have this program called Stocked. I found it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, can you tell me about it? Um, and the, and its benefits. There are a lot of benefits that I've read about it. Maybe from you directly, the the creator, you could you know tell us more about Stocked and its benefits. Yeah, the, uh, Stocked was designed for to help people, individuals, specifically employees. Um, working from home, navigate this radical new normal. So this is for people who've been chained to the desk for the last six months um, and may feel a little bit stuck. So there's three phases. The first phase is illuminate. The second phase is navigate. The third phase is elevate. So it's really designed for these employees working from home to help them get unstuck, get back, to their creativity and productivity mojo, Mm. you know, to reclaim like where they were, some semblance of being passionate about work again. Yeah. And the program contains, um, consists of some tools that can be, that can be used to to achieve this. Yeah. Yes. So I I, I advise everyone that's listening to, you know, check that out and it could be of benefits to you. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. No, I think it's a benefit to everyone. I mean, we create a space, Stokes creates a space so we can talk about what's going on. Yes. Even though it's been going on for the last, you know, uh, like six, eight months, it's been going on. Let's still talk about it. Let's talk about the feelings and emotions surrounding that. So that's the first phase. The second phase is, okay, fine, we're done talking about it. We want to feel better. Here's some tips, tools, and ticks that, I mean, some tips and some tools and some tricks to help you feel better instantly Mm. and then lastly okay fine you feel better well let's get you passionate let's get you fired up about working again Mm. 
Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so get, we go from take you from stuck to stoked. Hmm. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. Yes, of course. I'm going to place um the information in the show notes for this episode. So I would I would love everyone to check it out and you know sign up for the program and get go from stocks to stocks. Thank you, Toby. <laughs> That'd be great. You're my biggest salesperson. I love that. <laughs> yes. And talking about salesperson, um, I'm looking forward to your memo, enough. That's coming out in twenty twenty one. Tell us about it. Give us all the inside gists and everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. I just gotta get someone to buy it. Um, so it's titled Enough, How I Stopped Searching, Starving, and Striving and Became the Woman of My Dreams. And it is a, it takes you on my self-love journey, but by, but from the very beginning, beginning when I hated myself mm-hmm. and, um, and through all of the ups and downs and the darkness and the light of filling my insides with the outsides and the way that that felt and just finally walking down the aisle to a man who, you know, my ex-husband, who I thought I could, he could love me for me and that I would be a wife and that I would finally be enough, really. But he was just another pawn on my chessboard, um, just another thing that I tried to tap into to make me whole. And what I found is, is that I was always enough. Mm-hmm. And um, I just had to really tap into that belief um, and do the work to reinvent myself from the inside out. So it's, such a crazy story. So I can't wait to share it with the world. It's yeah. pretty amazing. We, we can't wait to read it. When, does it have an exact date when it's coming out? Or um... No, it doesn't. But we'll just say end of year, end of next year. End of 2021. Okay, that's, that's good. So um, earlier you made mention of, you know, self-love. And um, you made mention of, you know, you going to the beach, for example, it, um, having, enjoying yourself, having fun. Um, are there other ways that, you, that, that makes you feel, you know, alive? What makes you feel alive? I think that's the proper question. What makes you feel alive? Yeah, I mean, I, jumping in the ocean, um, the mini trampoline, listening to Beyonce, dancing, mm. um, laughing a lot where I basically I'm like snorting and I'm making really ugly faces. Um, you know, I'm going to a dance party tonight on the beach listening to headphones. So, Really just like a lot of movement, a lot of like, that's what makes me feel alive. Hopefully by the time we read your, your memo next year, we'll also feel much more alive by the time we go through your story, your journey with you and just feel awake, yes. <laughs> so good. I love that. I yeah, hope so too. Yes. Well, um, where, where can we stay connected with you? Where can we, you know, stay in touch with your work, stay updated with your work? Yeah. I mean, please do stay connected. I'd love to bring you along on the journey. So you can find me at Instagram, which is A-U-B-R-E-E dot Nichols, N-I-C-H-O-L-S. And then from there, you can get connected to my website. Um, if you heard me on this podcast, please DM me and say hi. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Yes, from that's From there, it, Instagram is a one-stop shop. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate this. I've learned from you, and I'm hoping that... Um, by the time I get your memo next year, I'll be able to learn more from you and, you know, maybe we'll talk more about your memo enough that's coming out next year, 2021. Yeah, and I just want to say to your listeners, listen, if you're having trouble with self-acceptance, if you can't even look yourself in the mirror, if you're, like, maybe not as far along the journey as you want to, just give yourself a, take a couple deep breaths and allow yourself to be 
just where you are and know that that's exactly, exactly where you should be in this very moment. And from there, think about where you want to go. But really give yourself permission to be where you are without the shame, without the blame, without the sort of mounting expectations of you with which things were different. We've gone through a lot this year and it's been hard. (laughs) So just give yourself a break and you're on the right path and keep listening to Toby's um, mirror talk. because It's a great (laughs) podcast. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you, Toby. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I am eternally grateful for your time, your love, and contributions. You mean a lot to me. Thank you once again for listening and sharing with your loved ones. Don't forget to subscribe and follow this journey on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other platforms in the description. Stay blessed.